Welcome back to the Paper Dragons podcast. We really appreciate you guys listening. When we last left off, the party had befriended the band of half-orcs. And during the night, they heard some commotion off to the sides of the camp and were gearing up to figure out what they were going to do about it. So without further ado, let's get back into the show. You guys all... uh gathered up around the wagon. People are off in the bushes around you guys. Are they, does it sound like they're still moving towards us? Once you guys started moving around and the camp came to life, the uh, noise pretty much stopped. Okay, Arkoth, I suggest we kind of just Wait here for a little bit. Let's see what happens. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, I'm going to let you guys handle the tactical side of this. Like I said, we're not uh, we're not exactly warriors here. So, so I'm going to... Let, let, let's give it five minutes and See what happens. Okay. Uh, why doesn't everyone go ahead and give me a perception check? 16. 20. Okay. Oh. 16. I should have asked you this at the get-go. My, uh... What did you say yours was? I have alarm. Didn't it pick up their movement? Were they within the radius of the eye of alarm? Yeah, at 100 yards. No, you said 10 squares out, so that would be 50 feet. 50 feet, okay. So you got about a 50-foot radius from going out from the center. So you guys are uh, away from where they're at. They're, last you heard, they were about 100 yards off, so that's quite a bit outside of that. Okay. That's still active. It hasn't yeah. stopped. It just uh, yeah. Because we haven't moved. That's one of the reasons I didn't want to move, but I hadn't done the math on the range. Thank you. Not a problem. You don't hear anything. You actually don't hear anything at all. Like, okay. there's no animal movement. There's no, other than the occasional breeze moving stuff around a little bit, you guys can't hear any kind of movement. They're, whoever's out there is being uh, exceptionally quiet right now. Okay. I raise my voice and say, hello in the woods. I'm not, I'm not saying Come on out. We heard you come in and we didn't hear you go away. And you hear nothing. Can I roll a nature check since it's been five minutes? Yeah, yeah. All right. 
face. Of course, that's what every victim says, right, in Mm. horror movies. We know you're out there. (laughs) Nice. About a 30. What you can tell is whoever is out there, you don't get any indication that they're moving now. With that, that's a good nature check there. You're, you would probably be able to hear or tell if they're moving towards you. And it, as far as you can tell, they're not moving at this point. I think it's the silence of it that tells you more than anything. Even the animals and anything around know that something's up and it's time to slink off without making any noise because sounds like something is wrong, you know. I'm sure you've been in this situation at some point in your life. You've been in some hairy situations where all of a sudden you notice that it's like almost I, I, even the wind isn't making noise at a certain point when things are about to go down. With that high of a nature check, and the reason I'm asking it this way is, you know, I've been stalked by cougars. I know that there were eyes on me. You know, the hair raising mm-hmm. up on the back of your neck. You know you're being watched. Do I feel... You mean the animal. Eyes on me. Do I feel like I'm being watched from out there? Could have said that one either. <laughs> Calm yourself, Iago. Um, that's a high nature check. I would say, yeah, you can tell that there's that kind of creepy feeling going up. The hair is definitely raising on the back of your neck. Okay, so I know they're out there. I know. I just don't know exactly where. They're just not mm-hmm. moving. Yep. Okay. And as soon as you guys uh, started moving around and got geared up. That's when all of a sudden all the movement out there just went. And then once you called out to them, you know, yeah, you're, you can tell they're out there, but they're definitely not making any noise. I'm going to move back to the, to the wagon, pressing everyone else to watch my back. Um, when I get there, uh, address the group. Folks, I, I feel them out there watching us, about 100 yards or so out. They're not moving. On our way to this campsite yesterday, did we pass a more defensible position? And most of the road uh, is pretty wide and not really defensible that you've traveled on so far. There were some pretty thick areas with trees on the sides, but on average, it's probably, the road itself is probably anywhere from 20 to 30 feet across, and it's pretty much the same all the way from where you were at uh, within the last day. Okay. So that changes our options a bit. Then that makes our option to just sit still, proceed forward slowly and see if they hit us, or take off like uh, 
you know, like a scared rabbit and ride hard for that notch in the road, try and get there ahead of them. I don't know that we can do it. It might be close taking a wagon down the road versus a bunch of people on horseback in a forest. It, it might even out. Uh, so what do you, what do you think? I don't know. I don't know if it'd be smarter to stay put or to move forward like slowly. Because I think you're right. I don't think that we could get to that area fast enough. Uh, why don't you guys um, give me a, uh, a perception check. All of us? Perception? Yeah. 23. 16. Yeah. 25. Where were you at, uh, Tyrannus? I, I can't tell what this is. It's a four. Okay, four plus six, ten. <laughs> ten. Huh. Okay. Uh, there we go. Uh, that distracted me. What did you have? Uh, you had twenty-six. Twenty-six. Yeah, you 26. had twenty-three. Okay, so you guys did pretty good. What you can tell is from where they were at, they're 100 yards out from where you guys are right now, and they're probably away from the road by 50 yards, give or take. So they're about half that into the forest. They're not like right next to the road ahead of you. Okay. So and, they're 100 yards ahead and 50 yards off the road. Yeah. Okay. So they're kind so, of at an angle about that to where if you guys took off going, obviously if you go slow, they're close enough that if they decide to do it, they can attack you there. If you take off running, they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do if they're going to actually chase you guys down. And the uh, amount of thickness of forest off the road is... By my experience, is that doable for archers that are 50 yards off the road? Can they Probably conceivably not. hit us? Probably. Too many it, trees. It would be a uh, hell of a shot to be able to do it. Okay. So, I mean, I could do it. Yeah, it, it might be our, our best option is to just scat. Mm -hmm. go, go hard about four or 500 yards. You think we can do that with the cart? Burkhoff looks at you and goes, this is a pretty sturdy cart. It doesn't look like much, but it, it's been through some stuff. So it'll stand up to it. The horses are pretty good shape. They can uh, they can definitely go. You know, we've been oh, we're all taking it easy. So and We're all resting. Well, yep. So yeah, horses uh, are all good. Okay, then I'd say that we book it. Okay. okay. Um, Arkoff, do you think your wagon and your team could do a one-mile sprint hard out? Yeah. Okay. Maximum, what do you think the, the, the wagon and the team could do? We can go as far as you guys need. Uh, obviously, five, six miles at a um, heavy run, we're going to be having an issue. But 
you know, we can go at least a few miles without having any issues. If, if we did a hard sprint mm-hmm. for two miles, how far would that put us? How close would that put us to the notch? If you're moving quick, you could do it in an hour and a half. I'd say that'd put it, um, that would drop it down maybe hour 15 or so. So let's run for two miles, slow to a canner, do two miles at a canner. And when we slow, I'd like to keep one of us on point and two of us drop back behind the wagon. Okay. Rather than alongside it. But when we're okay. going when we're going fast, where do you want us? Uh, why as we take off, yeah. Why don't I? Have, why don't you and Tyrannus drop back? Okay. Uh, and try to stay within ten yards to the back of the wagon, and I will try to stay ten yards ahead. Let's maintain ten all the way around. Arkoff, once we get into place, whenever you're ready, just... All right, let's do it. Okay. So we get into place, and Arkoff gives a command, and as I head out, I want to listen and watch for movement on both sides of that road as I approach their position. Okay. So when you take off, are you taking off like a bat out of hell? That's kind of the plan. We're going to do the full acceleration mode here. Turn us out, try and observe both sides. Okay. I'm going to ready a spell. I want to use this so bad. (laughs) (laughs) What spell are you readying? Fireball. Nice. Just burn (laughs) down the damn forest. Hey, let's keep it consistent within both campaigns. Yeah, no kidding. You guys uh, had a whole fire thing going on. So you guys uh, get set. Boom. You start taking off. Miranda, go ahead and give me a perception check for the front. You two, give me one for the rear. 17. Oh, and just for good measure, oh. I pulled my sword out, just in case. Three plus six. That 20. Good job. Good Nine. Job. What did you think? Nine. Nine. All right. Uh, what did you have for the rear 17. on your side? 17? As you guys are taking off, you hear kind of a startled uh, yell, not loud and probably not intentionally. They were obviously watching you, you guys all of a sudden bolt. Yeah. And you hear the same voice, damn it! <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you take off and you're so focused on getting the horse going and moving forward, you don't hear anything from the sides. Miranda, as you take off, you hear the same thing that she heard. Behind me? Yeah, because we're past them before they react or even say anything. Right, right. They didn't have a whole lot of time to react to you guys before that. You hear on the east side, as you're going by, you hear the sounds of people getting on horses and basically preparing to give chase. You don't really hear any other voices on that side, but you can tell that they're about 40 yards off to the um, sides from 
your estimation didn't sound like they were on horses. They were trying to stealth in on foot. And so it's probably going to give you guys like a two to three minute lead ahead of them. Not a huge amount, but if you're going through on open road, your speed is going to outpace them unless they actually come down to the road and give chase on the road. Uh, so I'm going to yell back over my shoulder and holler this to everybody else. You know, we're past them. Keep going. Uh, we should have about a five minute lead there. I hear them moving towards their horses. They're on foot. So let's keep, let's keep it up for two miles. Okay. Why don't you guys give me a, another perception check? 23. Okay. Not quite so good that time. A nine. <laughs> I'm lucky to perceive I'm moving on a horse. 17. 17. And you had a... 23. 23. Oh, wow. Miranda and um, Isabel noticed that um, it sounded like they were moving and heading your way, but they're not moving anywhere near at the same pace you guys are. And after about two miles, you guys don't hear anything from them. Let's slow to a canter, and we'll move at a, a canter pace for the next couple of miles. Rest the horses a bit. Okay. Let's keep a, a sharp ear out behind us and a sharp eye out behind us as we're, now since we're slowing down, we might give them the opportunity to cut some distance. So. Okay. Uh, perception checks or nature, whichever is higher for you guys. 25. 11. You got a net one? No. No. <laughs> no. You know you want to. No, I don't. Not on a one. <laughs> no. Um, there, there goes that dang fool falling off his horse again. I know. No, no, it doesn't fall off the horse. It's a... Uh, Yet. Yeah. Wait, yet. were you doing nature or uh, perception? Perception. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing nature. I know what's going to happen. <laughs> now, uh, so you guys are um, headed out. Uh, the horses are in good shape. You don't hear anything behind you. It does not sound <laughs> like you guys have a, anyone following you at all. You're looking up into the uh, skyline. There is no... Uh, dust trail showing obvious people coming your direction. Uh, if you're at a full-on run you're, or even a decent canter, you're going to uh, kick up some dust and there's really nothing. It would appear that you don't have a tail, but appearances can be deceiving, deceiving on occasion, yes. you know. So, and am I, did I pick up anything ahead of us? The rear is clear for now, nothing ahead. Gang, I, I think we want to, to rest the horses as much as possible. Uh, let's continue at a canter. Just, you know, we'll move along in a nice little clip here. Keep the horses as rested as possible. We'll just keep an eye out and an ear out behind us. And, uh, 
I don't think we need to run another sprint in, you know, after two miles of canter. I think we just keep our current pace for now and conserve. What do you think? Yeah, until we see something else. Okay. Or cough. That uh, sounds good. It's, uh, I don't know what that yeah. was all about, but it, uh, I haven't noticed anything. My guys haven't noticed anything. We avoided an ambush, I'm pretty darn sure. And we're going to work to stay ahead of it. And if you have questions about tactics and whatnot, ask. Um, I'm willing to teach you what I know so that you guys can be safer as you do your travels. Well, I think class time probably is safe for a little more uh, conducive moment than right now because, you know, I understand understand enough to get us by, but I'll take up on that at some point because obviously uh, people are grumpy about us moving around, so. True story. Well, any evening around the campfire. All righty. Okay, so you guys get up to the area where you remember there being a narrowing of the road. It's probably a good 200 yards up ahead of where you're at right now. I'm going to watch it closely. I want to use my nature skills. I want to evaluate where the best positions would be for an ambush and Watch them closely. I want to evaluate it for our use and whether or not there's somebody sitting there. <laughs> All right, give me a uh, give me a nature check. Twenty-one. Uh, uh, seems to be all clear. Okay, and have I picked out? We have basically. Two people with crossbows and two people with longbows. What type of bows do the orcs have? Uh, or the half orcs, I should say. Yeah, they have, um, they have crossbows. They have, so, good power, good long range, long reload time. How long is this notch? Probably, it's pretty short, but... When you're going through it thinking about an ambush, it probably seems like an eternity, you know, 300 yards or so. 300 yards long. So we've got, we, we have some choices here. We could be predictable and set up an ambush in the middle. We could set up an ambush in the front and hit them before they get into the wedge. We could hit them at the end, let them get nice and nervous or fully alert. Or we could pass on through, let them slow down and come through all creepy expecting an ambush and gain more time getting away from them if they are pursuing. We might waste our time setting up for an ambush that's never going to happen. I think we keep moving. I think keep moving. I think that's smarter. Yeah, I'll go along with that. Yeah, we haven't heard anything from them in a couple hours now, so... I think sitting here waiting for him is probably not our wisest course of action. I, I agree. If they're coming in quiet enough that we can't hear them and can't tell that they're out there, then we are 
screwed. And yeah. if we keep moving, at least we've got a better chance of seeing them before they see us. Well, if we're sitting still, they with this notch, they probably won't get around us if they're on the road. But if they are able to move without us being able to see them or hear them, it might be somebody we don't want to mess with. Uh, they might have more magical ability than we have. So I, I think we just keep going and stay ahead of them. Sounds good to me. All right. So let's head on down the road. Okay. We're going to move on He's down, down. Move on down, down the road. The road. <laughs> <laughs> both went to the Wizard of Oz. Um, no, that's the Wiz. The Wiz. That I, I, yeah, I was trying to remember the actual name of it. Okay. So, uh, after moving down the road for a ways, would you like another nature check? Yes, I would. Everyone give me either a nature or perception, whatever it is. Adjusted 20. 11. Yeah, 11. 28. Nice. <laughs> now I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> golf clap, golf clap. Now that song's stuck in my head. You basically pick up on sun starting to come up more. You get have a little better visibility. You're coming up to a little higher point. You're looking back across where you were at, and you can see... Like, way out in the distance, there's some uh, dust coming up, but they're probably a good four miles, five miles back from where you guys are. So, and Casey and I, uh, Isabel and I can both see that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You guys did okay. All right, so, um, you did. folks in the back, let's, uh, Isabel, you and Tyrannus kind of keep an eye on the dust behind us. Mm -hmm. let, let us know if it seems to be getting closer, if they're gaining ground. And let's just keep moving. As you guys start moving up the hill, one of the wheels on the wagon, a spoke starts to crack on it, Shit. and Arkoth brings it to a halt to find out how bad it is. All right. Isabel and Tranus, can you guys fall back... Uh, how far are we from the summit? You guys are basically just cresting where the summit is. Okay, so we've got... There's no need to drop back down the road and watch. We, we've got a better vantage point where we're at. Pretty good, yeah. yeah. Okay, so... Isabel and Tyrannus, keep an eye out. Let's. Uh, I'll talk with uh, Arkoff and see what we can do with the wagon. Okay. So... Arkoth, how, how bad is it? Well, it's not good. I can probably get it patched up enough to get us where we need to go as long as we don't have to run too hard. Um, but that's probably going to take me a hour or so to get that patched up. Okay. How far, how much time, based on how far away we can see the dust cloud, how much time are they going to gain with us taking an hour to fix the wagon? Give me a nature check. Twenty-seven. Wow. Okay. Hard. They're actually pushing it. They're going to gain anywhere between probably three and five miles on you guys. So they could potentially get up to you, 
but they'd have to be uh, really pushing it to do it. Hmm. Okay. So, here's a thought. Um, how far in a direct line of sight can we see down the road? I mean, I know we're seeing the dust in the distance. Mm-hmm. Where's our Where's our, our dead spot in the road? Where does the road go dead to our vision? Uh, probably 150 yards down is where it starts to curve, and it's curving over to the right. So that's kind of the end of where you can see. Okay, so I have a cunning plan. So, you know, one thing that is not covered in Eye of Alarm is how far away you can hear the alarm. I mean, does it send out a shriek that can be heard for half a mile? Based on the other spells I've seen similar to that, it probably is an alarm that goes off in your head and alerts you to it. It's probably not a audible alarm to anyone other than the people who are set up on that. So I would have to be within 50 feet of the eye to hear the alarm, or can I be farther away? I would say so. Okay. So I'm going to try that. I'm going to go down around the corner, and I'm going to place it 20 yards past the corner. How long does it take to cast? It's going to take 30 minutes, but it will buy us some warning. it's going to take half the time that it's going to take to fix the wagon, but it will let us know if we need to get ready ahead of schedule. You hear uh, Arkad over at the wagon, and you hear multiple words in another language that can pretty much be understood in any language. They're obviously not happy with the way things are moving so far on the repair, so... So it, it might be a good idea to get us some pre-warning. So, Isabel, Tyrannus, can one of you kind of come with me and watch my back while I I cast this ritual? Because I have to do it where I'm going to place it, down around that line corner. I'll, I'll go ahead. Okay. Right. So you've got so. the almighty Tyrannus at your back. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. I was asking myself that very question. Uh, Tune in tomorrow and find out. So, yeah, let's ride back down there and get this taken care of. So, Alan, I'm going to rely on your perception or nature check because I'm going to be concentrating on what I'm doing. So, please, roll well. Okay. Historically, I've done quite well in this. Okay, oh, so you get down there and you start <laughs> doing your thing. Tyrannus, go ahead and give me a perception check. And to quote Essie, that was then, this is now. <laughs> okay, so eight and six, that's um, 14. Not bad. Uh, you're not hearing anything, you're not seeing anything. Everything looks clear. Everything's fine. Everything is perfectly fine. It can is I okay. do a perception check to see if I can hear anything while I'm kind of like standing guard? Sure. 1924. You see the dust down there, that's about it. That's about it. Yeah. It doesn't look like they've picked up the pace or reduced the pace. They're still coming about the same speed. All right, so go how many texts do you want to roll? Just the one for the length of the casting? Yeah. 
right. So we're done. We're going to head back. Okay. And I, I give it the instructions to ignore woodland creatures and concentrate on humanoids and horses. Humanoids and mounts. Okay. Yeah, as you're getting back up there, the group fixing the wagon looks a little bit more pleased with the way things are going. They seem to have gained some ground on it. Okay. Um, let's get around to perception checks from everyone. Seventeen plus six. Twenty-three. Uh, it doesn't look like they've changed their feet at all. What did you get? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Haha, ha, she had to beat you by one. Mm-hmm. What did you get? Eighteen. Nice. Actually, you guys nice. pretty good all the yeah. way around. Yeah, it doesn't look like uh, they really changed their speed. Uh, they've gained some time on you, definitely. They probably... At this point, taking off at least two and a half miles that they've covered. Okay. Um, they're moving at a decent clip, but not fast by any means, you know. Uh, um, pretty solid uh, amount. Let's see. Does, does it appear to be faster or slower than the pace we've been maintaining? Uh, slower than what you guys have been doing. Okay. All right. Have they passed through that notch yet, or is that still uh, They're probably us? right about at that area right now. They're fixing to enter, so maybe they'll go a little slower at this point. Arkoth comes over to you guys, and I've done about everything I can do to get that thing fixed. Uh, we've banded it up and uh, should be able to get us back into town on it, but... If we have to do a hard run, I don't know if it's going to hold up or not. So let's avoid that if we can. But if we're doing a normal pace, we should be able to get it all the way back in. You think we can move at the pace we've been moving at? Hope so. Okay, so let's start off at that pace. And if we need to back off a bit, let me know. And we'll slow down. Seems that they're moving a little slower than we've been just now approaching that notch down below us so we might be able to maintain our lead once we get moving you guys get headed on some of the, Over the hill? Your, or the hill yeah you're heading down the other side of it um certain at this point to get around the time you guys probably want to go ahead and figure out what you're doing if you're going to push it through the night or if you're going to camp uh, as we've been moving am i seeing anywhere that looks like a a good camp spot at this point you're coming down a hill uh on the back side of the hill so they're going to be coming up above you so i mean you can get a spot where you can see maybe 70 75 yards up the hill that's about it well i would like to get us far enough away from the, the hill down the road to where we're not giving them a height advantage if they have archers with them. Yeah, you, you've got probably another hour and a half, two hours before you're going to get to the bottom of this. So. Oh, it's a long... Yeah, it's a long downhill stretch because it's one of these wonderful roads that does this back and forth to make the slope gentler and 
you know, so you're not getting as uh, long of a line of sight coming up towards you, but you're also not coming down the uh, hill faster than your horses because it's too much of a grade, you know? Yeah, too much of a grade for the wagon, and we don't want to push the wagon that hard if we don't have to. How much daylight do we have left? Uh, you're getting into dark at this point, so maybe okay. it's at that point where you maybe have another hour at most. Um, going to find the, the, the best spot I can see in the next 15 minutes. Okay. You find uh, a spot that is fairly, fairly defensible, have a little bit of a wall to your back on the east side. Well, at that point, no, it'd be north side, because um, you're doing the back and forth uh, right. thing. To the north, you have a little bit of a sheer wall, and you've got uh, trees coming up around where you're at. So it'd be relatively defensible. You can still see up the road, depending on where you specifically set up. Unless they repel down, there's no way anyone is coming in from your back on that, you know. How far off the road is that wall? Is, is there enough to kind of put that wagon is at, at such a way to where we've got the wall behind us and the wagon between us and anyone coming at us? Yeah, yeah. Is, we You've can got use probably a good, uh, from the road to the wall, is probably a good 25 feet, 30 feet, something like that. So you got enough room okay. to do that. Not a lot of extra, but you've got room for that. I, I think we might want to run a, a cold camp, no fires, and just try to stay quiet as can be. Kind of wishing now I hadn't used that enchanted, uh, that eye of alarm. But something to think about in the future. And you're marking off the uh, component cost or whatever on that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So should we double up on watches again? I would say so. That sounds like yeah. a good idea. Okay. We know someone's behind us, whether it's that group or someone else, but there's definitely someone back there. I'll take a middle watch. Okay. I'll take first. Arkoff is going to take third with uh, Miranda. Uh, Braxton is going to join Isabel and Angus decided he's just going to sleep tonight. Twelve. We're not talking about that one. <laughs> he's good. Yeah, they're not as uh, perception-y apparently. Nothing happens on the first watch. It's quiet. Doesn't seem like there's a disturbance out there. Who did we decide was on second? Me. Funny. Nice. Nothing in particular happens. Same kind of thing. It's pretty quiet. All right. So Orkoff and Miranda adjusted twenty. Orkoff again, not terribly aware. Um, he's staying awake. He's staying there. And uh, Miranda, you. Don't hear anything. There's no. like, again, towards the end of your uh, watch, everything hushes. Okay, the forest sounds fade out. Yeah. You noticed uh, before that there were like 
a few crickets that were awake early and uh, making some noise. There were a couple of frogs over in the distance, you know, a couple of uh, crows chit-chatting back and forth, and 20 minutes before you're going to start waking everyone up, it just goes quiet. Do I sense this is that typical dawn silence right at the break of dawn that you get out in the forest sometimes, or is this a, a reaction to something not being right? I would say you probably picked up on something's not quite right because this wasn't a calm over a few minutes, everything goes quiet. This is noise, 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 silence. Okay. Arkoff? I've noticed all the sounds have stopped, so can you quietly go back, get everybody up, get the horses saddled, the team hooked up, let's get ready to break camp and move, and have everyone be as quiet as possible. I'm going to stand here and continue to watch. Okay. So Arkoff goes and starts waking everybody up quiet as possible, and again... When he goes over to Angus, he kind of kicks him with his foot a little bit because he's not wanting to get up too close to him where he's sleeping. You notice that there is apparently a reason for that because uh, Angus was snoring and then full-on comes up out of his sack in a uh, fighting stance and appears like he may not know where he's at at the moment, but he gets him to calm down a little bit. He manages to rouse everyone else without any issues. And they start getting the horses ready, basically getting everything ready to break camp. So while that's going on, I would like to roll the nature check to see if I notice anything else. How about a 17? Not my best. Not with a plus 11. Some of the animal sounds have come back, but it's still pretty quiet. Okay. Just going to continue to keep watching until everything's ready. Okay. All right, so you guys are uh, ready to go, or are you just hitting the road, and are you running, or are you, how are you doing it? I think we take off moving at the same pace we were moving yesterday. I don't want to push the wagon. Okay. But yep. let's change up the, uh, the order here. I think maybe... No, let's keep the same order we had yesterday. Okay. All right, so uh, you guys head out on the road. Go ahead and give me uh, perception checks or in nature, whichever uh, works for you. Seventeen. Nice. Not too bad at all. Six. That is a six. So 16. Okay. 19. 19. Dust in the background, but you can tell that the dust is about three quarters closer than what it was whenever you saw it last. So there may be mile back from you guys, something like that. Folks, it looks like they've gained a little distance on us. They're only about a mile back. Does the road look like that we might be able to get a little more speed than what we're moving now? safely with the wagon uh potentially or in the words of the great matthew mercer you can certainly try 
How far are we, are we from town? If you push it, you may be able to get in by dinner time, but it's going to be later in the day before you uh, get there. Well, wait, which is the early? Is it dinner or supper that's early? Supper's well, early. Supper, supper, no, yeah. supper's the Well, I guess it depends on where you grew up. Uh, back home, dinner was the late afternoon meal and supper was the late evening meal. You had breakfast, lunch, dinner, and supper when you were working the harvest. Hmm. So. Opposite for my well, dad's family. You'll be in for the uh, early meal. Let's put it like that. Okay. How far downhill do we have to go before we could pick up more speed without making it tough on the wagon? See, at this point, you probably are about there because you guys have been going for a little bit and you're getting out to where it's leveling out. The road looks like it's relatively uh, level, not too much damage on it, so you should be able to go ahead and take off. And uh, Let's... Uh... Arcock, do you think we could? Do you think it'd be safe to pick up a little more speed with the wagon? Yeah, I touched up some of the repairs last night, and I think it's going to be okay. I was able to tighten up some bands and add a little bit extra to it, so it should be okay. Um, I don't think we want to move in a sprint, but uh, how about I let you set the pace to what you think the wagon can take? Sounds good. And we'll adjust accordingly. Uh, he's pretty confident in his repair. You guys get to, between what you've been doing and the sprint that you did, uh, you get about halfway in between that. So you're like a three-quarter full sprint. All right. So not quite there, but you're also moving quite a bit faster than what you were before. Um, keeping an, uh, an eye out behind us as well. Do we seem like we're gaining any speed on that dust cloud, or does it look like they've sped up? They've definitely sped up. Kind of seems like they are wanting to get in close to you guys. Go ahead and give me a perception check. 25. 24. Okay. 10. Nice. Well, that's like average perception, so while it sounds bad, it's... You're, it's not terrible, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's what you normally would... Oh. It's kind of like getting a D. Um, he, he passed. <laughs> um, or, well, it's a C minus, maybe. <laughs> well, actually, it would 10 would be a C, because yeah. that's average, you yeah. know. You guys are uh, going the wagon. It seems to be holding up to the uh, ride. The dust behind you is uh, three-quarters of a mile at this point. Do we have visual on anybody? Uh, you just have a visual, but right. it's uh, you can definitely see like where the dust is and everything, and you can hear sounds from the group behind you at this point. On occasion, when you get into an open spot, you'll hear something bounce up where you can tell that they're moving, and you guys are obviously moving too. So, at three quarters of a mile, they have they've gained a little on us. Yep, if I remember right, Arkoff. Brings the entire wagon to a halt. He gets off and goes back and looks at his repair. That string of uh, words that you didn't understand before, he's added about 14 new ones to him at this point. So I take it we have an issue. Uh, are the repairs starting to give out? Uh, yeah, I need like 
give me half an hour and I can get us back on the road, but it's going to take me a little bit to get this done. Do we have a half an hour? And here's a question I don't know. Do any of you guys have any kind of, uh, I don't know, either crafting or any kind of skills along that that might be able to help him or repair spells or... I don't have any repair spells. I was looking at that earlier. I looked and I do not. Would, would like, an adventure's kit or... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Would an adventure's kit or... Where the climbers kit have anything that would help? The climbers kit, like, oh, uh, okay, guys, buy me ten minutes. Ten minutes. Give me, give me ten minutes. Okay. Um, so what are you guys doing while he is doing what he needs to do? I'm, I, I don't think I have. Yeah, adventurer's kit is going to have just basic, uh, and like, ropes, like stuff like that. That's probably not going to Yes, I'll let enough. Uh, Can I try and help? Repair. I don't um, have anything, but like. Well, let's see what Miranda has up his sleeve, and then we'll see if he can help with that. Arkoth, I apologize for not thinking of this earlier. I just purchased this ritual, and so it slipped my mind that I had it. I could have fixed this earlier. Uh, I am going to cast Make Hold. You're going to make a hole. No, make hole as in repair. Let's get to it. You see his guys get off of the uh, wagon and they basically go stand guard out on the road. What are you guys doing? Keeping watch. Okay. Yeah. All right. So one you guys give me a perception check. We're in a 28. What you get? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. They can tell that you guys have stopped, and so you hear them slowing down and uh, getting off their horses and everything, maybe Shit. 50 yards, 60 yards back from where you're at. And at this point, this is about five minutes into the ritual, so what are you guys going to do? You got to buy him some time. Um, They are... How far? About 50 yards, 60 yards. So half a football field, a little bit more. Okay, so I I want to stealth up and see if I can... Okay. No, we don't know if they're hostile yet, right? No, we have no idea. You're not sure who this is, but they've been like... Tailing at this us. point, they're on you. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh. Mm. Yeah, you're you're casting the ritual, yeah, so this is on these guys. I know that's why I'm talking yeah. about. It's me. Yeah, I know. He started to chime in though, and it's oh. like, nope, nope. Ooh. You've got to stay focused. All right, so you're gonna stealth up. Yes, I don't want to put my boots on. Okay. Give me a perception check or a uh, uh, stealth. Yeah. Twenty. Nice. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> That's cool. So that would be five, six, seven. So that would be 27. Yeah, well, natural 20. It, I know, but sometimes yeah. he asked. Um, so I don't know if you needed that. Okay, so. I'm just stealthing. I'm not doing anything. I'm not. Yeah, you're attacking. getting up close to yes. him and getting closer. Yes. You can tell that it's the humans that you guys left. 
And they look like they're a little healthier than when you left them last time, or when they left you guys. Well, it's been a few days. Yeah. And they seem to be splitting up again, going into the woods on either side. Uh, you are pretty well hidden from them, so... So they can't see me at all, so They haven't good. seen you yet. Okay, so they're moving away from me, like doing what they were doing before. Kind of yeah, going, they're like, going to surround. They're going to try to surround us. So there's six of them, so three and three then? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now we know they're hostile then. Yes. We've already fought them. All right, then. So... Can I tell? Oh yeah, I don't know weapons? that. Yet. She knows that. Do I have okay. weapons out? Do they have weapons out yet? Uh, not yet. Give me a D twenty roll. Oh, what do you get? I don't know. I can't tell with it. Is it nine? Six? Six? Six. Okay. That was just a straight roll. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I got a spell here. I don't know if it does what I think it does. Ghost sound. Does that mean I can make a sound somewhere? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, that's cool. So, yeah, like very far away okay, from us. Okay, have you started down to where she's at, or are you still up by... Yeah, don't throw wagon. anything in my direction. Yeah, I'm going to throw it in the opposite. Right? Um, okay, hold on. So, yeah, if maybe. this is basically where you're at, yeah. Um, wagon's facing this way, she's come back down here. That's where they all are. Which or is where they all are, yeah. right? So are you staying up here, or are you moving down here? Uh, so they're coming towards us here, but we're on the opposite side. Yeah, they're all basically from here back. Don't mind where they're at right now, because that's... Okay, so... Um, yeah, I'm going towards them, and I want to throw the ghost sound like off to the left. Okay. Which will get them um, away from all of us. Are you going down the center of the road, or are you going to try and stealth down the road? I'm going to stealth down. Okay, give me a stealth check. All right. Five. What have I got for stealth? Five. Okay, ten. Okay, so you're off in the uh, woods to the side. Uh-huh. You're moving up through. You see them. And you can tell that the people on the same side as you, they see you. Shit. Well, that's... Shit. Okay. Well, then we're not doing that. (laughs) That's funny. I'm going to die. It up in here. It rolled, bounced up the side, landed here, and it's a nat one. (laughs) Orkoth isn't being stealthy at all. So yeah. great, perfect. All right, we're in it now. Um, now Are force you? force orb is like we a don't know back. if we're like we'll know because you just said they they saw him. They saw me. Right. Here. So okay, first thing, Tranus, give me a perception. Sixteen. Where they're at, uh-huh. they're stopped. They're not coming towards you, but they're also not, like, moving away from you or anything. You're basically at this point where it's that moment of decision of who's doing what, right? Mm -hmm. They're not getting closer and closing on you, but they're also not backing away from you because they, you're down here towards them by, uh, by yourself because... They don't see me at all. She's a ghost. Yeah. Yeah, I'm staying that way. 
don't know if I'm doing anything. Okay. They don't know I'm there. Force orb will throw them back, right? You might consider if you do that to them, that's going to be like active aggression starting shit up. Yeah. But. It's in character. <laughs> the question is, there are other things you could do to get them away from you other than going directly into battle. Well, the original plan of throwing that uh, that spell, the ghost sound is not going to... Well, I should throw the ghost sound and see if they yes. go for it. If they don't, then i got to do something hostile. I, I so badly want to advise Alan, since you're kind of helping him pick spells or effects... Would you be offended if I made a suggestion to Alan? You can make a player suggestion to Alan, and maybe he'll have thought of... Maybe okay. uh, Tyrannus will have thought of this, yes. Yeah, my character's supposed to be wise. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, Alan, if I could suggest, you have Ghost Sound ready. You intended to use it. Yeah. Although they see you, they might not know that there isn't somebody down behind them. If That's you can right. throw that Ghost Sound behind them and make it go off like somebody drawing a sword or rattling a chink of armor, you might turn their attention and make them worry. But that's where I am. Yeah. Oh, I thought, I, my See, bad, I visualized <laughs> them on opposite sides of the road. No, I went, I went down, but like I am not so, on ghost sound side. is like whatever sound I want it to be? Not uh, just yeah. a, Within reason, uh, yeah. I mean, it so. can't be like, you're not going to give a soliloquy with uh-huh. it, but it's you could definitely... Well, what about the uh, the sound of an army? Okay, you do probably be a voices? little complicated for ghost sound. Uh-huh. You can definitely make it sound like there's something behind them in that realm, but as far as a whole army, probably yeah. not going to... Or... You could do a, it says... Or a, a creature very large. <laughs> yeah, it says, or as loud as a yelling or fighting creature. You could do that. Um, yeah, you could do the ring of sword blows, jingling armor, scraping stones. Uh, That's... Yeah. So, or you can make a whisper in their ear and say, this is a really bad idea. Yeah, yeah. you could do that too. So either way, it's just... But not in where she... I know where she is, right? She's, yeah. I have no idea. Uh, what was your perception check? Actually, 12. No. I don't know where she is. You know she went down that same... Last time you saw her, she was on the same side as you. Uh-huh. But at this point, she just ghosted on you. I mean, she's... Well, I didn't know he was following me. Um. Oh, wait a minute. If I'm doing a sound of something scary, mm-hmm. not behind them, behind me. Behind me, there is like uh, a dragon army or something, something like just really loud. <laughs> Even better. Make a sound of something real scary. Then I turn around and act terrified. <laughs> You know what? Go for it. <laughs> you do you, man. <laughs> just, okay, there's like... Um, go sound. That'd be it. Go sound. Okay. Do I get a roll for that? Is that a thing? Ten squares away, he cast it, and it's heard for ten squares. So you do that. I'm going to roll for them to see if they 
fall for it. Um, he starts freaking out, and they're looking to try and figure out what it is. They totally bought into this, and they're backing off. Yeah. Well <laughs> done, sir. Golf clap. Golf clap. I figured I I'd have to roll charisma to see if I fooled them. <laughs> uh, with the crap-ass score that they got? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, actually, roll charisma, though. Um, I'll have you do that for the other side, because I had them roll as well. They got a little bit better, but... Seven. And charisma, I got a plus one. Eight. Yeah, the other side is... From what you can see, they're stopped, but they're not backing away, yeah. right? Your spell completes, and do you need to roll for that? Is there any roll to complete that one, or is it just done? It's, it's done, Diddy, and it repair. I'll need to give you, ask you to give me the uh, component cost, because it says component cost is special. Uh, cost is 20% of the item's cost. So... It's 20% of whatever a wagon wheel is worth. I'd say one gold worth of uh, uh, material components. Okay. Because I'm not going to start divvying up uh, um, material components into silver, copper, minutia. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so, uh, the wheel is repaired. Do you guys want to um, engage in battle, or are you guys going to try and get out of there? I vote for ski daddle. We have three of them ready to run and three more staring into space, wondering what's okay, going so on. Okay, so on your side, you can see those guys backing away, and they look pretty terrified. Um, what do you want to do? I want to get back up to the group. Okay, cool. Um, give me a d20 roll. For just in general? Mm-hmm. Ten. Okay. Are you flat out running, or are you going to stealth it? They're backing away. Mm -hmm. But they also don't know... They don't know that I'm there. Basically, it would be like, if you're here, they're here backing up, and you're here... I'm stealthing. ...going around I'm them. I'm stealthing. Okay. Uh, give me a uh, stealth check. Remember to add your five for your fancy new boots. Nine... Yeah, plus five, and then plus two. They see you, but they're still backing away. Yes. So at this <laughs> point, your stealth is not doing a whole lot, so you so might want to book it. What are you yeah, doing? I'm just going to run. All right, same thing. I see her booking, so I'm going to book. Okay, now the guys are starting to somewhat catch on. Oh, no, they totally fell for it, and they think you're idiots <laughs> and running into the lion's mouth because you get a one <laughs> i was giving them the chance to figure yeah, it out yeah. but they just got a one on their intelligence check to uh so they figure you want to get eaten you go ahead <laughs> they ran back cool the other group uh are about they're actually the same as what they were before they're not sure so they're not moving forward they see their guys starting to move back mm -hmm. so they're moving back too okay okay so you get back to the wagon uh you guys get loaded up and 
the wheel is in perfect condition. So if you guys want to book it, I you can book, book it, it. Or our cough, I suggest we make tracks. No. Yeah, let's do that. Yep. All right, so you yeah. guys uh, hit the bricks and start going. You lost yeah. a little bit of time in this, uh, but as you guys take off, you're going. I'm assuming full tilt. Yeah. If the, road will, if the road conditions will permit it, yes. Okay. Give me your perception or your nature checks all the way around. Natural 20. <laughs> nice. Nice. 12. Okay. And how about 24? You guys basically don't see or hear anything. You don't see any dust back there. Other than you guys thumping through the forest, there is not really any sign that they're actually following you. You guys see town in the distance, and uh, it's looking like you're away from them and that they're not following you guys into town. So, okay. Um, off in the distance, how much ground do we have left to cover? Probably a mile. You're getting close. I think we might want to cut the pace down. I don't think we need to come balls to the wall into the town. Okay. And uh, didn't you say you wanted to go talk to somebody before we got there or something? Yes. Yes, I do. So I think if we're within a mile, let's pull over and one of us should go in and talk to the mayor and try to get things smoothed out. Did Isabel tell me who she saw out there, that they were the people that we originally tangled with in the yep. first ambush. It's the same crew. Three people so, on each side. Everyone give me a perception check. 28. Nine for me, sir. Okay. 17. Through your encounters with them, you know that you've heard the name Tammy, the name Dale, and the name Doug kicked out there. You're not sure who the other people are that those names never actually came up, but those are the names that you specifically remember is Tammy, Dale, and Doug. Okay. Okay. And when you tell Arkop that you're wanting to go into town first, he looks at you like you've lost your mind and said, no, I'm moving on into town because we've already been a sitting duck enough on this journey. I don't want another surprise. Um, so you guys go ahead and ride in with us. It sounds like they know you guys here, but you are not leaving our asses out here to uh, get attacked again. So okay. I, I was not suggesting that we, that the three of us were going to go in and leave you unprotected. I was thinking one of us and yourself might go into town and talk to the mayor. Why don't a couple of us go in ahead and the other... Others following, getting closer, because I don't like being out in the open at this point. Let's get within a quarter mile. Okay. If we, if we see them coming, you guys can cover the quarter mile into town quicker. Okay. All right. Who else is going into town? I'm going to stay with the car. Uh, okay. I would be happy to take Arkov in. See if we can talk our way through the gates. You get down into town, and usually when you go into town, there's like no one 
there's no guards out front. There's no, there's no one really watching the front of it so much because they're not usually a town that worries too much about it because trouble usually just kind of passes them by until lately when you guys came into town. But now you can see that there are at least three guards out on the front of the town, basically blocking the road. And you can tell that they've gotten together a volunteer force to watch the road into town. Because once you're in town, there's like where normally you never see anyone with any kind of either armor or weapons. As you're looking around, there's probably... 20 people within the first 20 yards of town where you're actually in town first building there's about 20 people and they're all armed you see at least three bows and a whole lot of swords so the war band rumor has run amok and the town has forded up well you also know that whenever you talk to the mayor last he specifically said he was going to get people together to prepare in case anything was actually happening. Yeah, so, expected reaction to, to the rumor. I'm going to approach the guards and ask one of them if they could please go get Mayor Franklin. Okay. Uh, As he you're approaching, you see the guards like seriously tense up. And where they have their sword sheathed as you were walking up, as soon as they see that he's a half-orc, and you very much see them do the double take of and narrow in on our coffin, and all weapons come out. And wherever they do, you also see everyone in that group, those 20 people all tense up, and you see a whole lot of weapons actually in hands, and the bows aren't quite, there's not arrows pointed at you guys, but... They're knocked. Yeah, they're ready to take out whoever's coming into town at this point. Uh, oh, hey. Who are you? My name is Marinder. Mayor Franklin sent us out to look into this situation. I assure you this gentleman here means no harm. He's a musician, not a warrior. These folks you know the would like look to that talk you to got from Arkoff, wherever you told them that they were a war band. Now you're yeah. getting the same look in reverse from the guards, because they're looking at you like, wow, you are the most gullible person I have ever met. Arkoff, <laughs> do you, would you be opposed to you guys coming a little forward outside of bone range? And playing some music for these folks. Arkoff looks at you and goes, can we just get into town before we do this? Because uh, this is, this I, is not I, a healthy situation out here. He looks at the guard and he says, look, we're here for the fall festival. We're a band. We want to actually play music for the fall festival. If you can get the mayor, if you can get someone these guys apparently work for him. I don't know. I, they came and protected us. So the guard is looking at you both. And let's see. That's not too bad. Give me a charisma. Actually, are you wanting to do... What are you wanting to do here? Uh, 
I would actually like to use diplomacy. There you go. Fifteen. Okay. One of the guards looks at the others and say, you two watch these guys. And he takes off and runs into town. And about five minutes later, he comes back with the mayor huffing and puffing behind him because the mayor hasn't seen real action in a day or two. And Mayor Franklin comes up to you guys. Miranda, what's going on? We, we found what you asked us to go out and find. They are not a war band. They are a musical band. And they were actually traveling to town to play in the festival. This was all a misconception. Best way I can put it. <laughs> He's looking at you and looking at Arkoth. Arkoth says, hey, we, we were here about four years ago and played during the festival where local again decided to come over and join you guys and play some music, trying to make a little bit of gold. Question to the DM. Yep. If these guys were here four years ago, is there anybody in, does the mayor or anybody out on the walls right now recognize them? That's what I was just rolling for. Ah, okay. <laughs> We've hung together far too long. Yeah. The mayor is, he's taking back, he's thinking, he's looking at this guy, and he realizes that he knows the band. The mayor says, I remember you guys. You were just starting out when we left here. I thought you had some, like two or three humans with you and a half elf or something. And Arcot says, yeah, you know, bands tend to go through changes on occasion. We're pretty much all half orcs now and we get along a whole lot better than we did with the with the other group. He's like, we've been attacked like six times or something out here on the road. We just want to get settled down and actually start setting up for the festival. And the mayor seems to be happy. He seems to understand who they are and that they're not an immediate threat. And actually invites Arkoff and you guys into the Dining Dragon, which is where you guys are basically in front of at the time. And Can they wave the rest of us in? He tells you, hey, let's go in here and have some drinks. We'll figure out. We'll get this all settled out. Okay, that sounds good to me. I'm all for a peaceful resolution to things. So, are we just hanging out in the forest? Or is he going to tell us we're okay to come in? No. I'm going to wave everybody. Come on. And you notice and that Kevin Bacon till said one to even though the mayor is telling everyone, hey, calm down, it's okay, the guards seem a little on edge still. They're accepting what he said, they're starting to stand down. Everyone's kind of starting to mill away, but you can tell that there's still a little bit of tension in the air because they were on edge for six days now, and so. That doesn't just immediately go away because the mayor goes, Hey, no, no, everything's perfect. Everything's fine. So, what are you guys doing? We're coming in. Okay. They're going into a place. Yep. Diamond uh, Dragon, you guys know it. 
Well, I know, but we're not there yet, <clears throat> so... <laughs> uh, Mayor Franklin, do we want to wait for the rest of the party, or do we want to go on in? Well, we can do whatever Just you guys to... want. It's fine. How did everything go out there? What happened? Well, we went to check this band out, I guess you could say, and we found them in the middle of being ambushed by a bunch of folks who have followed us back. The you by chance pod. wouldn't know a Tammy, a Dale, or a Doug that all hang out together. You see recognition on the mayor's face. He's like, yeah, what have they been up to now? Well, they were involved in the ambush of the band. Uh, we tried to step in and avert it, and they were having none of it. They set up an ambush and attacked with no provocation, other than these poor folks are half-orcs. Yeah, that tracks. We noticed that uh, a couple of them were hanging around town again not too long before this whole mess started, so they're not always a problem, but they've been known to start a little crap every once in a while wherever they get a bee in their bonnet, so that is not good. Did they hurt you guys? They did some damage to the half-orcs. Didn't hurt any of us, but a mm -hmm. few of them got left behind on the trail. Left behind alive or left behind dead? Dead. Dead. We tried to avert it. We tried to avoid it. Well, that's not good. So, can we expect problems from these three? Yeah, them and their uh, little henchmen are probably going to be looking for you guys. You got a couple of theirs that are going to be looking for blood, most likely. They're not going to attack a town. Um, they're stupid, but they're not that stupid. They're more gutsy than they are stupid. So, And at so. this point, they've already stirred up enough that coming in here and attacking us would be... Uh, bad idea. We already got enough people on edge, so I will yeah. tell the guards to stay up overnight though and next couple days and kind of watch what's going on a little bit closer. Sounds like a good idea. I see him go over to the door and he calls one of the guards over. He has a quick conversation with him and you hear the guard mutter under his breath and you can pretty much tell that he's not amused with what he just heard. But he's respectful to the mayor, and he says, okay, and turns around, heads back out the door, and mayor comes back over to the table. Mayor, do you think there's any concern we need about these guys in terms of maybe a knife in the back of a dark alley while we're in town for us or the man? Or you don't think they'll come into town at all? They probably won't come into town, but I would probably also make sure you're locking your doors at night. And they're probably not going to worry about the orcs. And you see a look come across uh, Orkov's face. He's like, we're half orcs. We have one orc with us. We're not freaking barbarians. And the mayor apologizes and he says, he's probably not coming after them. Or they aren't. It sounds more opportunist than anything else. They knew that they were coming and probably spread rumors just to make sure that whenever the group got found dead somewhere out on the road, 
they were like, oh, they, you know, they were trying to cover their tracks, it sounds like. Okay. So where can we put up the band? I would suggest taking them somewhere closer in than the Dining Dragon here, because frankly, you don't want them right on the edge of town if something does go wrong. And if not an inn that's close, maybe, Mayor Franklin, would there be a vacant house nearby us that we might be able to rent for the band? No, there's no houses available over in that area. There is a small inn. Yeah, there's a place over in that section of town. Usually it's reserved for more of the militia kind of things that happen on occasion, but they should have some room right now. It's called the Valuable Shield. Sounds good. It's about, I'd say, eight blocks away from where you guys are, so it's well into town. Okay. And the mayor goes over and talks to the barkeep for a minute and lets him know that he's going to be covering your guys' food and drink for the night and leaves him a nice tip. Arkoff pulls out his loot and plays you guys a little ditty. He actually plays a old song, but it'd be kind of in the realm of more classical kind of music. But it has kind of an upbeat to it. They bring it to the modern era, so to speak. The patrons are all actually pretty happy with having random bout of music going on. And you see a few of them come by and throw some coins into his hat that he has out. Nice. Excellent. I do need to talk to the mayor about reimbursement of expenses. Mm-hmm. All right. Mayor Franklin, we... Use some spells protecting the, the band coming in. I need to replace the components used for the spells. Okay. So I need to ask you for 51 gold piece in recompense for the spells used during the mission. Okay. Let's see. Go ahead and give me a persuasion. Persuasion or diplomacy? Diplomacy. Yeah. Who in that 20? Okay, so it was 30 gold per person per week, right? That's what you guys were, or was it, it was week or month? Week, I think. Week, I think. Okay. I have it in my notes somewhere. We've been out there and back about a week. Okay. So you guys can all add, oh, let's see. That was in that 20. Um, says, okay, well, go ahead and stop by my office tomorrow and we'll get you caught up for the week of pay that we owe you already. And I'll give you the material component. And if we're getting these guys back here, we'll give you guys each an extra 100 gold. Well, thank you. Much appreciated. So... Add one thirty to your gold. One thirty. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Are you guys? We'll basically just fast forward through the evening here. Are you guys gonna look more at your magical goodies that you received? Yeah, I'd like to spend again on that. Okay. 
damn boots. <laughs> you did find out one new thing. Really? Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. They're comfy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they are comfy. <laughs> they won't come off. Oh, shit. <laughs> Look on the bright side, Casey. What? You can now tiptoe to get a glass of water in the middle of the night. It's and true. never wake anyone up. That's true. All right, so what about you? Are you checking in on your... They will get to smell room? really bad eventually. Yes. yes they I don't am. come off. They're not... hmm? If they don't come off, they're going to get the smell really bad. I'm just going to have to wash them. A 26 this time on our camp. Somehow. <laughs> Still not quite high enough. It's got well, a high DC in yeah, order how much to... Would there uh, be soaking? What, did you, what did you actually roll? I'm overthinking this. I... <laughs> Okay, Can I yeah. have a plus 13? Yep. While we're doing that, unless you figure it out before through being daring and actually putting it on, let me know if you roll a nat 20, a nat 20 specifically, and then if you go over the DC before that, which you would be able to do, potentially. It's pretty high, but you could probably... Still hit it without having to have an at twenty to figure out the other components of it. I'm, hey, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna play the, the patience game with here, providing I'm still getting that feeling that there's something more to know about. Okay. I don't know that I would mind a rig that won't come off, depending. But you know, a ring that causes shock damage every time I use it. I, you know, I'd rather not. <laughs> That won't come off. Now, I should have thought of that. Yeah, I should give you ideas. The night pretty much goes by and nothing exciting happens. The only thing that I wanted to get to that we haven't is there's the traveling salesman that you guys were wanting to go talk to. And he's still in town if you want to go talk to him. Oh, let's go talk to him. Okay. Is this the traveling salesman that I heard about? Yes. He came in on a wagon and he was coming in as you guys were leaving and you were kind of going, hey, we wanted to go. Aww. And then had to go deal with the war band of orcs. Yeah, let's go talk to him. Okay. See what he's selling. All right. So you find him over near one of the two bookstores in town, Figments of Imagination. And he was just coming out of the bookstore. What does this cart look like? It's a nice looking cart, but it's again all encased. You can see that there's a, a couple of openings where there are windows there, but it looks like it's pretty solidly built to keep people from getting into it. It sits maybe eight and a half feet tall, something like that. And it's one of them that has like the little, it's got a house look to it. It's got mm. the little mm-hmm. peak on the roof. and It's like a gypsy wagon. Yeah, and the thing is, you can see that they went kind of the extra mile on it. And there's like a little chimney coming up out of the wagon. Obviously, 
it wouldn't be something that would actually be functional, but it's one of those amusing little things that they decided to add to it. Does he see us coming over? Yeah, he does. He's pretty observant, especially when people look like they have money. You can see above the door to the wagon, he has Merlin's tome above it. Merlin's tome? Yep, T-O-M-E. She sees you guys coming over. He's a gnome. You've noticed Uh that there are actually a strange number of merchant gnomes in this area. Uh, The magic store is run by one, and um, there's seems to be up their alley for that kind of stuff. It's probably at least like 180, 200, somewhere in there. But with all the gray hair and he walks with the staff, he like basically appears to not need it because he jumps up onto the cart. doesn't seem to be having any actual issue to need it. But he's also dressed out in like robes and a pointed wizard's hat. It kind of flops down at the top. It's all gray. So, yeah, he's dressed to fit the part. Yeah, he's got a team going on there, you know. Yeah. What time of day is it? This is like 10 o'clock, 11, somewhere right in there. So mid-morning. Okay. So, good morning, sir. We passed you when you came into town and we didn't have a chance to stop. Hi, how you guys doing? Doing well. How's business? Pretty good, pretty good. You guys readers? Mm-hmm. On the right subject, yes, I am. Is there a subject you're looking for? Ah, oh. By the wording on your wagon, I would take it that you have things of magical nature? I have a couple of magical things. Most of it's pretty mundane, just normal books and whatnots, but we have a couple of magical things. Oh, yeah, I'd be interested to see what you might have in the way of magical history, magic research, things like that. He gives you a funny look and like, well, I've got a pretty limited supply of history books. Is there something you're looking for in particular? But study on the more south when I was learning the trade. And so I've always been interested in seeing some of his works. Yeah, there's a lot of people interested in Lemur South. Yeah, he's got an interesting history, that one. You know, his books are very collectible, as in very difficult to get your hands on. I had one up until last week uh, a couple weeks ago actually uh, when I was on the road I had someone who paid a princely sum for the book that I had oh, well I'm glad to hear that you made a, a good profit on it yeah yeah, he really seemed to want that book, but I think he said he lives, like, northeast of town by 15 miles, 20 miles, something like that. Kind of seems like an odd place, because last time I looked, there was nothing but forest out in that area, so. 
not sure uh, if he was yanking my chain or he just really doesn't like company. That is possible. Should he seem personable? Might he be someone who might let a visitor talk him into taking a look at the tome? Or did he seem more like a hermit kind of guy? Honestly, he seemed like a hermit, but you never know. Uh, You guys seem likable, so you might be able to get him to talk to you, but he... Yeah, he... When I actually come to think of it, I didn't even tell him I had that book. So I'm not quite sure how he knew it was in there, but in my considerable years of doing this, I think that may well be the only Lemur South book I've ever come across. Wow. They're pretty rare. That one was interesting read. That one, you want to talk history, was a very specific book. It was his... Yeah, you didn't give me the name of the tome. I did or did not? You did not. Okay. The rumor I picked up was that one of his tomes was for sale, but not which one. So, the book I had was called Lemur South, L-E-M-U-R, South. Um, a treatise on original spell and enchantment creation. That's kind of exactly the research I've been doing. Yeah, if you get your hands on a copy of that book, that's going to help you out quite a bit. We have another book you might be interested in called Creation of Amulets, Magic and Mundane. That might be something you'd be interested in. Well, since it sounds like you've received enough for selling that book, that I'm going to have to save a while before I can ever hope to approach the current owner. What you do have is also kind of right up that alley, more to, you know, lower. What would you, do you collect and trade items or are you strictly cash? I tend to lean towards cash. That usually works better for me. What would be your initial asking price for this book? That one, again, pretty rare, not quite as rare. I'd go 50 gold on that. 50 gold. Do you mind if I take a quick look at it? Yeah, go ahead. All right, he so. hands it to you. It's a pretty hefty leather-bound book. You can tell just by handling it that it's probably 100, 150 years old, something like that. It's got that old book smell to it. Still in reasonably good shape. It obviously has been taken care of, but... So, do I feel that 50 is reasonable, a little high. Give me an insight check. Okay. 26. It seems like it's a little high, but you're talking marginally high. He's trying to make a profit. He's not gouging you, but he's also, he's making a profit on it. Yeah, typical retail profit. He's not, he's asking a reasonable price on his expectation of profit. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. I I, I think the price is reasonable enough that I don't feel the need to haggard, sir. And 
What is your name, by the way? My name is Bob and Naughty. B-O-B-B-I-N-K-N-O-T-T-Y. I probably should have said that one before I did that, but you know. Well, it, it, if, if you say it fast, it sounds like you're saying that Bobby is being naughty. Naughty, naughty boy. Let your knickers down. And Bobby, did you happen to get a name for the current owner of Marcel's home? It's Bobbin. Yeah, told me his name. What was it? Westy. Wormy. That was his name. Wernal Wisebone. Wernal Wisebone. W E R N A L. Wise and Bone. Is that who bought the other book? Yep. Okay. Well, thank you. Now I know who to look up if I ever raise a princely and a half sum. Yeah, he he paid well for that book. Paid well. Anything else you guys are looking for? I'm good. I'm more than good. This should keep me amused for hours and hours and hours. What about you guys? Anything you guys are looking for? Nope. I don't have anything. I'm good. Okay? Yeah. If you guys get ready to take off, he says, oh, hey, I have one more that might interest you, actually. I have a book in that I just got not that long ago. It's called Dirks, Daggers, and Eldritch Metallurgy. Cursed Daggers and Elvish Dirks. Metallurgy. Dirks. Dirks, Daggers, and Eldritch Metallurgy. And Metal what? M-E-T-A-L L L U R G Y. It's working with metal. Oh. That one's a good one. It goes into detail on how to make a decent quality of blade and explains the old processes of metalwork. Who's the author? Let me dig out my book and I'll let you know. Where did I put that thing? Is that it? Yep. Okay. Oh, here we go. This is it. It's by Zachariah Gehrig. Spell the last name. G-E-R-I-G. So, for Dirks and Daggers, I would probably, I don't know, I'm looking at 25 gold on that. Hmm. I don't have anything about metallurgy and any of my abilities. I don't know. This. I haven't thought far enough ahead to know whether or not this guy is craftsy. Uh, well, see, okay, my thought on uh, him is if he's interesting in, interested in enchanting, he's probably craftsy. But it's up to you. There's another one that I thought might be up his alley, but you never know. So, Well, yeah, if I want to learn how to craft and, it, you know, strengthen the enchantment on daggers and dirks only, 
But wouldn't that be transferable to other items? Might That's be. The whole thing, I, yeah. You know? Yeah. Tell you what. I'll give you 24. Done. All right. Perfect. Thank you. I appreciate you thinking of that. Yeah, not a problem. I come through about probably once every two to three months, so and I travel around a lot, so you see me, flag me down. Ah. Well, hopefully we're here the next time you roll through. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, and if you can, keep an eye out for anything you think I might be interested in. Yep, I will. If you go up and talk to Wernal, he seemed like he might get on it kind of easy, so I would make sure that you let him know you're coming before you just come knocking on his door, you know? Make a little noise. Don't spook him. Approach with caution. Mm -hmm. Understood, sir. Thank you. Appreciate the warning. No but problem. I think it'll be a while before I have the wear of it all to go visit him unless I might be able to pay him for just reading the book for a little bit. Maybe a research fee. Yeah, maybe. Alright. Well, again, thank you. Have a great evening. Thanks, you too. Or day, actually, considering it's 11 in the morning. Yeah. Okay, so I think that's where we're going to go ahead and call it for the day. It's a pretty good run there. We got a lot of fun stuff covered, you know? Yeah. So... Thank you guys for listening to Paper Dragon. If you want to support us, we're on all of the usual socials under Paper Dragon Podcast. We'll talk to you guys next time.